Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. We don't teach the wisdom of the world in the church to God's people because it makes no sense. And, you know, for me, I don't know what's happening in my mind, but as I watch social media, I watch the news, um, the wisdom of our world seems just as kooky as it was 2,000 years ago, right? I mean, the same people who say and vote political powers that be that say we should make cocaine and heroin legal and ban the Bible from the school and that we should just let anybody come across the border, the drug cartel, to bring their products, then they post this kind of post. I saw this today on uh, social media, and uh, it says, uh, it's from the president, it says, in 2021, more than 100,000 people died from overdose, an approximate 15% increase from the previous year. Every loss is painful reminder that now, more than ever, we must address our nation's overdose epidemic. And, uh, and so I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is the wisdom of the world, right? And okay, that's great. There's an epidemic. What should we do to stop it? Oh, we should have Washington and Oregon and California legalize more heroin, more cocaine. Now, in my mind, that doesn't go together, right? Anyway, uh, or, or that you say, oh, they, like every other week now, they bust 10 or 12 million. Today, they busted $12 million worth of cocaine at the border. I mean, but that doesn't count all that they're bringing over. And so, you know, you just look at that stuff and you just think, you know, the wisdom of the world is, is quite crazy that uh, they want to legalize drugs all across America. We got, I shared with you before, one of the professors at an Ivy League university is teaching students to do heroin and cocaine. Uh, and yet then, uh, the very same people are saying, man, that's a tragedy that people are overdosing on drugs, um, but yet let's make it legal. Yeah, crazy. It, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, that's because it doesn't make any sense to them. Uh, and that's what Paul's saying. The wisdom of the world doesn't always make sense. And in fact, in John 2, the Bible says the, the world uh, and the world is, is passing away and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. So we see this world is passing away and whatever they're saying today uh, will be gone tomorrow, right? But the Bible has lasted for thousands of years. Verse 7, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages of our glory. Now, in verse 7, he's talking about how, you know, God knew the beginning from the end. God has a plan. The wisdom of God involves knowing from the beginning with Adam and Eve to the end of the book of Revelation, right? And so he's saying God knows all that. God ordained before the ages our glories, and God ordained that Jesus would come and save our souls. Verse 8, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for if they had known, they would not have crucified our Lord in glory. In other words, he's saying, look, if they knew about the wisdom of God and Jesus coming as the Savior of the world, they wouldn't have crucified Jesus. He's saying they don't, they don't know. Verse 9, but as it is written, now he's talking to the church, but as it is written, verse 9, I has not seen nor ear heard nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit for the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So the apostle Paul is saying those who 
only have the wisdom of this age are spiritually blind, and they don't understand spiritual things, right? But, you know, uh, but God, in his, in his, by his spirit, reveals those things to us. Now, you just think about the wisdom of the world, and we talked about this a little bit previously, but the wisdom of the world is all based on just their five senses, what you see, hear, taste, smell, touch, right? And a, a person who's not spiritually alive, you know, they don't understand spiritual life. They don't understand life after death. They don't understand spiritual matters. And so they live in fear. And, you know, I, I, I know people who are still hiding in their homes since 2020, afraid to get sick and die, right? They're not coming out. They're not living life. They're terrified, right? And, and I suppose for some people that might be appropriate. But, uh, you know, marketing uses that to manipulate people. And politicians use it, the fear, to manipulate people. People are afraid. You know, people were uh, fearful of death forever, right? I mean, the Bible talks about it, that a lot of people are very fearful, terrified of death. And then you have a thing like we just had the last couple years, and they just work it to manipulate people. And, you know, but the Bible says in Proverbs 29, 5, the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. In other words, when you are fearing what the news is telling you, it's just a snare to your life because it manipulates you to make decisions and do things the way they want you to do it versus based on the way God's designed you to live. In 1 Timothy 1, Paul said, uh, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so God doesn't want us to live in fear or in, you know, of the world or whatever's going on in the world, but he wants us to recognize that God has told us where we came from, where we're going, what's going to happen. Verse 11, for what man knows the things of man except the spirit of man which is in him? In other words, he's saying uh, uh, the spirit of man with a small s, right? He's just saying that only you know things about your life, right? Nobody else knows uh, about you like you. You know things about your life, your thoughts, all those things that other people don't know. Then he goes on to say, even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. So who can know the things of God uh, but God, right? The Spirit of God who dwells in, right? Verse 12. Now we have received, now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. And so it's the Spirit of God that comes into our life when we invite Him in, and He allows us to understand God's plans, God's purposes, and it makes sense, right? To me, when you think about what the Bible teaches, about the beginning of man, God made Adam and Eve, that whole story, the garden, the fall, and Jesus, the Savior, where we're at now, we're coming to the end, all the Bible prophecies about the end of time and the book of Revelation, all that stuff is coming about. That all makes more sense to me than what I believe, you know, before I knew about the Bible, and that is that a rock exploded somewhere, and the, the whole universe whoop, got into order, and our solar system, whoop, the sun, the earth, the moon, all the planets just started rotating perfectly and all that other disorder and chaos, no planets or rocks hit any of our planets and that's just going in order perfectly. And, you know, I mean, to me, the Bible's explanation that there's a designer, that someone designed all this stuff makes a lot more sense than a rock exploded, right? And, and you know, I, I shared with you before that there's a, there's a guy, Kent Hoven, who, who was a, a high school science teacher and he said that someone came up to him and said, you want me to believe that all the dogs on earth came off the ark from two dogs and that the genetic mutations from those two dogs produce all the other kind of dogs? And Kent said, you want me to believe that all the dogs on the earth came from a rock that exploded? I mean, which seems more logical? I mean, it's just like, right? But, uh, you know, Paul is saying, look, 
It's the Spirit of God that helps us to understand these things. And so, uh, you know, when you're spiritually alive, things make sense, right? If you are alive spiritually, you've been born again, you come to church, we read the Bible, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense, right? But when you're not born again, uh, you know, you read the Bible, and it seems crazy. So in verse 12, Paul goes on to say, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. So, uh, we know that Jesus said in John 14, 26, uh, that God wants to teach us his plans, his purposes. And so it says in, ver- in verse 26 that he sends the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So Jesus said, look, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to work in your life, to teach you, to lead you, to direct you, and to guide you. The Holy Spirit helps us to comprehend God's plans, God's purposes for our lives. And it's so good that you can pray and say, Lord, help me. Give me wisdom. Help me to understand what's going on. Lord, help me. What should I do for this job? What should I do with buying this house or uh, how to manage my money or, or relationships or how do I raise my children or how can I be a good husband or a good wife or, or whatever it might be. And, and it's so great to be able to pray and talk to the creator of the universe and say, God, should I buy this house or that house? Lord, should I marry this person or that person, right? I mean, it's just like, so good. And, and I'm so thankful for this because, you know, some, you know, 36, seven years ago, I uh, was praying to Lord, Lord, should I marry this girl? And the Lord said, yeah, marry that girl. And now here we are 36 years later. And, you know, I just think, man, you know how to pick them, God. It's just so good, right? I mean, just, uh, and really my whole life as a Christian Whenever I pray and say, God, what do you want me to do? And I do what he says, always turns out good. But there are times when I pray and God says, do this. And then I say to myself, well, I know better. And I do that. And guess how that turns out? Always terrible, (laughs) right? Or there are times when I think I'm spiritual and I don't need to pray at all. And then I pull the trigger on this thing over here. And then I wish I'd never done it, right? Because God knows I don't know the future, but God does. And it, what a blessing to be able to pray and say, Lord, give me direction. Guide me about this or that. What should we do about this or that? Whatever it is in life. And then sometimes you need to pray and just ask God for his supernatural power. You know, that when our kids were little, my wife used to ask me, what are we going to do? Uh, you know, it's like they're so difficult. <laughs> and uh, I would just say, we just got to pray. Lord, help us <laughs> to be good parents, right? And uh, my wife would say, I don't know if I can do it. I'm like, you can do it. We're going to ask God to help us. We're going to do it, right? And, and, uh, and, and then, you know, I would encourage her with a Bible verse, this too shall pass. You know, it was like, uh, that, you know, whatever stage you're in life, sometimes we can think that stage is forever, but it just, it just keeps moving along, right? I mean, pretty soon, it doesn't matter how old you are, pretty soon, you know, you're going to get wrinkles, and all the stuff that used to be tight and firm is going to get mushy and loose. I mean, I think. I'm not sure exactly how that all works. But uh, right, we're all going to get older. Life's going to go on. And the stages of life change, right? Whatever your troubles were in junior high, they're certainly not going to be the same troubles when you are 50 or 60, right? Or 70 or 80. And so uh, knowing that God has a plan for your life, that God loves you, that God knows your future, it's so good to be able to pray and say, Lord, what do we do now? Right? And, and he wants to guide you and direct you. And his wisdom is infinitely more wise than anything of the world. In verse 13, he goes on and says, These things I also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. So, and we talked about this, how before you're born again, when you're spiritually dead, the natural man is controlled by his fleshly desires. And basically, anyone who is not spiritually alive, their life is controlled 
by their fleshly desires. And that's why if someone says in our society, in a society where we've rejected the Bible, rejected prayer, rejected God out of all of our schools now for 50 years, and, uh, and so if someone now in third grade says, you know what, I want to grow up and I want to have a same-sex marriage, the wisdom of the world says, well, you should do whatever your flesh feels good about doing. So do whatever you want. And, or, or if, you know, if I want to be somebody else or whatever, then they basically say do what you want because they, that's how, all they have is their physical body and, and their mind. And, and they're just controlled by their physical flesh. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will